Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How the Cold War ended in peace through an amazing shift in leaders thinking. First word. While my family and I were reconstituting book by book my 3,500 volume library, which was ordered dismantled and forced out into the street during our incredible, unfair and illegal eviction from our real property and residence in Quezon City on August 18th this year, I happily discovered that I had in my collection a copy of the 1997 book by Dr. Robert H. Schuler, The Eight Proven Principles of Possibility Thinking. If it's going to be, it's up to me, Harper Collins, San Francisco, 1997. I started reading the book amid the bibliographic ruins, and to my complete surprise and delight, I found the book totally absorbing and moving. I could not put it down, until I had finished reading it from first to last page. Dr. Schuler's book has been a revelation for me, it has served as an inspiration and consolation during our current ordeal and struggle against a fraudulent and unproven foreclosure action against us by the high and mighty bank of the Philippine Islands, BPI. This action was abetted by the unbelievable help of several lower courts and court officials. The matter is now the subject of an ongoing court case wherein we contest, protest and denounce BPI's foreclosure of our property on the grounds that there is no documentary evidence of a valid and fully consummated mortgage agreement between us and BPI. We have not received any amount from BPI that can be construed in any way as a mortgage loan. BPI cannot show and has not shown a single document to prove that we have borrowed any money from it with our real property as collateral. I will do an update on the case in a future column. In today's column, however, I want to focus attention on Dr. Schuler's remarkable book, which relates among its many treasured anecdotes and stories, the story of how the Cold War was brought to an end through the purpose of leadership and inspired action of the leaders of great powers during a critical time in world history. In the opening chapter of his 1997 book, Dr. Schuler related the stunning story of how the Cold War was ended short of a devastating war, as follows. I was one of 80 persons to attend one of the most illuminating meetings of the century. President George Bush decided to reveal and record for history the true picture of how the Cold War ended in peace without a Third World War. Early in 1995, in a 24-hour retreat at a Colorado getaway, President Bush called together those leaders who had brought the dangerous Cold War to a peaceful end, representatives of five major nations that had confronted each other for decades. He invited Brian Mulroney from Canada, Margaret Thatcher from England, François Mitterrand from France and Mikhail Gorbachev from the former Soviet Union, while, he, George Bush, represented America. These five former heads of state sat in small armchairs on an open stage to share honestly what happened, when and why, to bring this horrendous age to a peaceful ending. All alone on stage, these men and women who had been leaders of the Cold War world during the most crisis-filled years of the 20th century, faced each other openly and honestly hour after hour without staff assistance to guide their answers. At one point in their dialogue, George Bush turned to Margaret Thatcher and said, the first crack in the Iron Curtain happened. I think we all agree, when you met Mikhail Gorbachev, the new Soviet president, on his first visit to England. When he left, you told the world, I think we can work with this man. This was a historic breakthrough, for you, strong anti-communist, to predict this positive possibility. What caused you to change your thinking? Thatcher replied, well, when Mr. Gorbachev agreed to come to London, I asked myself, where should I receive him? At my office in London? 
Then I got the idea that maybe it would be a more relaxed meeting if our first meeting would be in the country, at my farm home. When he came to my rural house and stepped in, his first question to me was, Mrs. Thatcher, I see the workers are harvesting the fields. Tell me, how in England do you get the food from the farms to the tables of the people? We have real problems here, he confessed to me. When he said that, she continued, locking eyes with Gorbachev, I was shocked. It was the first time I'd ever heard a communist world leader admit that their system wasn't really working. I sensed then and there, we can work with this man. In that simple setting, Margaret Thatcher experienced a new possibility, and history started an amazing shift. Near the end of the day-long free-for-all discussion in Colorado, Gorbachev made an amazing little speech, many factors caused the Cold War to end. But you should know it started before the reform movement began in my country. Years before, I said to President Chernenko, Mr. President, we have big problems in our country. Oh. What's wrong? He asked. The system as, is, isn't working. I said. Then I explained, people aren't as productive as they could and should be. How long has this been going on like this? Chernenko asked me. And I answered, since 1918, sir, since the revolution. Before the world leaders departed, Mikhail Gorbachev told me privately, that the communist system in the Soviet Union had failed. What you created, I said to him, was the most powerful national paternalistic system ever devised and imposed on people. His stunned eyes connected with mine as he sadly nodded his agreement. Today, with our world roiled and hot wars raging in Ukraine and the Middle East, and hostilities threatening to break out in the South and East China Seas, it would be interesting and possibly salutary for the world, if current world leaders could similarly gather for a dialogue on the precarious world situation today and if each leader could honestly and openly speak about their thoughts and ideas on how to extricate the world from the conundrum and traps that their differences, rivalries and game-playing have inflicted on the world we live in. Dr. Schuler, whose most important work and message has been to spread the promise of possibility thinking around the world can surely assist in the quest for answers now. His infectious enthusiasm and down-to-earth practicality details eight principles to help produce dynamic energy and possibility thinking on the global situation today. The essential principle is this, if it's going to be, it's all up to me. Can you hear this, Mr. Xi Jinping? Yenobserver at gmail.com